Chapter 16. Back to the Future. 254 to 370 CE. Peace and love, peace and love, Ringo Starr. Goethe Meyer, the third of the three Lambricana family plotters, seized the kingdom in 253 or 254 CE, and for 14 years he ruled it with the proverbial rod of iron. A man of deeply conservative religious beliefs, he was unimpressed by the viraya. A man of deeply conservative religious beliefs, he was unimpressed by the Vajrayana movement, a form of tantric Buddhism that was making slim but noticeable appearances into his kingdom. The movement was closely aligned with Mahayan Buddhism and was seen by many as incompatible with the Theravada. Oh, for fuck's sake! The movement was closely aligned with Mahayana Buddhism and seen by many as incompatible with the Theravada Buddhism that had been practiced on the island since the 3rd century BCE. The king did all he could to thwart it, even banishing 60 monks for such beliefs. But what he kept out with one door slammed shut, he inadvertently let in with another. For he entrusted his son's education to an Indian monk named Sangamita, a follower of Vatulula Buddhism. For he entrusted his son's education to an Indian monk named Sangamita, a follower of Vatula Buddhism. This doctrinal strand was even more radical than the Vijirana doctrine he was so busy trying to eradicate. Like a time bomb, the impact of this private religious education on his successor would go off the moment the king died. His death in 267 CE left behind a divided country. Several ministers refused to participate in his funeral rites, and his son and heir, Jesuitissa I, a chip off the monstrous old block, had sixty of them rounded up, staking their impaled heads in a mournful circle around the old king's body. This display of strong-arm governance under yet another king was probably precisely what was needed to keep at bay the lurking regicidal tendencies inherent in the dynasty. Jetatissa's decade-long rule is unlikely to have been an easy ride for those around him. Indeed, states the Mahamvasa Chronicle, he came by the surname The Cruel. It then elaborates with evident dismay the steps he took to move patronage and resource from the orbit of Theravada Buddhism. It then elaborates with evident dismay the steps he took to move patronage and resource from the orbit of Theravada Buddhism to Vatulia Buddhism. From the perspective of the majority Theravada Buddhists, life got still worse when Mahasan, the king's brother, took the throne in 277 CE, a succession notable for being natural. Like his brother, Mahasan had been educated by the radical monk Sangamita. A 27-year reign lay ahead of the new king, who got off to a good start commissioning what would include 16 massive reservoirs, the largest covering an area of nearly 20 square kilometres and two big irrigation channels. But this did little to defray the resentment his pro-Mahayana religious policies caused, which promoted a rem 
but this did little to defray the resentment his pro-Mahayana religious policies caused, which prompted a rash of insurrections opposing his own opposition to Thehavad. But this did little to defray the resentment his pro-Mahayana religious policies caused, which prompted a rash of insurrections opposing his own opposition to Theravada Buddhism. Mahasan set about building what would become the country's largest stupa, the Jetavama... Oh, for fuck's sake. Mahasan set about building what would become the country's largest stupa, the Jetavana Maraya, which was, until the construction of the Eiffel Tower, the second tallest building in the world. To help, he ordered the plundering of the Mahavira, the greatest Theravera Buddhist monastery in the land. Monks that resisted his Mahayana policies were pressured by many means, including attempted starvation. Soon enough, the trickle of monks fleeing to the safety of Ruhana in the south became a flood. Ominously, they were also joined by, by ominously they were also joined by Megahana Abaya, the king's chief minister, who raised an army in their defence. With surprising wisdom, the king drew back from the confrontation, saving his throne making peace with the disgruntled Theravada Buddhists and enabling him to settle down to enjoy a long and apparently prosperous reign. This came to a natural end in 303 CE. His son, Siri Meghavana, continued the policies of appeasement, going out of his way to make good any damage done to Theravada Buddhism, building or repairing stupas and temples. He was also to benefit from the unexpected arrival into his kingdom of the sacred relic of the tooth of Lord Buddha, which was brought to Sri Lanka when a series of wars broke out in India. It was enshrined in the Isuma Maria temple in Arantanapura. The calming waters of his reign may have ended with his death in 332 CE, but they continued into the reign of his brother, Jetatisa II, who ruled till 341 CE. Jetatisa II was followed in good order by his own brother. Jetatisa II was followed in good order by his own son, Buddhadasa, in 341 CE, and another 28-year reign beckoned. The Mahamvasa has nothing but praise for this king, characterised as a mind of virtue and an ocean of gems. Unusually, though, the new king preferred medicine to wars, stupas, temples, monasteries and plotting, and his reign was noted for the exceptional medical care he extended to his subjects. He wrote a medical handbook, the Sarata Sangara, built hospitals. He wrote a medical handbook, the Sarata Sangara, built hospitals, appointed medical officers, and established infirmaries and asylums for the benefit of the blind and the lame. Stories abound of his role as doctor to various ailing subjects who he came across. He even took care of animals, including, it is said, a snake with a stomach ache. Perhaps his medicine interest could also explain the 80 sons the Mahamvasa credits him with creating, each one, the chronicle approvingly states, named after a disciple of Buddha. Two were to reign after his death in 370 CE. 
For 116 years, the Lambricana dynasty, recovering from its subversive bout of regicide, had settled down to govern well, fostering a prosperous and glowing state. They had, in the words of John Lennon, they had, in the words of John Lennon, given peace a chance. It was now, alas, time again for bloodletting.